0: i'm emily and i'm stephen and this is in a barbie world
1: the podcast where we look at every barbie movie from 1987 to the present day
0: from fairy tales to literary classics
1: from mariposa to memadia
0: it's time to get unboxed
1: readjust your lippy
0: rock the ball gown
1: and let's get our barbie on
0: barbie and the three musketeers oh <gasps> I have waited so long to see this one.
1: And? It's been...
0: <laughs> it's been, like, in my sidelines for this whole time. This is, like, what, movie 16, something like that? It's in, it's in It's
1: in that ballpark, yeah.
0: And I have been so excited this whole time for it. And I really, I went into this really hoping that it wouldn't be a disappointment.
1: And? <laughs>
0: It's one of the best movies ever made.
1: I'm so glad you liked it, because with one exception, I fucking loved it. And I was <laughs> so depressed after our last recording. I, know. I, I mean, we were both I think <laughs> I think they were putting out a podcast Suicide Watch for us both after the last episode yes. where where we were not only thinking that was a shit movie, but it can't get you know, we're looking into the future and nothing can get better. And I put this on. <laughs> And there was this this one thing on the cover of the of the DVD. Oh, and this DVD worked, by the way.
0: Nice first one nice. for months.
1: There's one thing that it says something on. I I can't see it from where I'm recording. But it says something like it describes a story and then says, and they're going to get their high heels on and go. It's something really sexist is in the is in the blurb yeah. in the back cover. And but oh, mate, I there's oh, there's I God. love this one. This is the best one since. Oh, my God. I don't know when, to be honest with you. Well,
0: like, this is the thing. It's going to be a real conversation at the end of this episode <laughs> because fucking hell, like, this movie. And, like, I was... I've been so excited because I, I bloody love The Three Musketeers as a story. Like, I've, 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 I did a whole year where I became obsessed with it and I watched every adaptation going and, like, I got really wound up in all of its, like, lore and um aesthetic and all of this and um and so I was so I was so excited for Barbie to take it on because she she tends to do literary adaptations quite well and we've recently had Christmas Carol which I believe same director William Lau yeah I mean William Lau
1: is going to do most of them from now on I think if I remember rightly
0: and he's done like a lot of the really good ones up until this point as well um so I was really excited and you've got like obviously four Barbies um and a cat and and I was on Letterboxd and I just like skimmed through some of the reviews before I watched it. And it was like the reviews made me so pumped to watch it. And then I sat down and like, mate, I laughed, I cried, I was empowered. Like, where was this movie when I was 10? I,
1: I like... also, this is the first time, I think, that I've wished one of them would go on longer
0: yeah yes! <laughs> i I,
1: a I i i wanted another 10 minutes it's yes! my only hue my only criticism of it it it's a bit rushed and yeah another 10 minutes it's only an hour and 15 hour and 20 you no know, normal level yeah if they made it an hour and a half i could have
0: Oscars calling. Yeah, and
1: I did my usual I started writing notes, slagging it off, and then just gave up after five minutes. <laughs> so it's I
0: I have barely any notes. Yeah, because, and all of the notes are like caps lock and they're just me like squeeing yeah, over
1: things. It's um I mean I do feel this might be you know, we it's it's the end of that era. Yeah, I think you called yes. it like phase one Barbie Cinematic Universe. I mean I might put it yeah. down as a phase two, but you know, what, whatevs um but it's the last historical or, or literary adaptation we're ever going to have
0: which is really sad I know, right? much like the muppets this is a brilliant forum for that kind of absolutely retelling. i mean it's
1: got about as much in common with the novel as any of these adaptations have yeah <laughs> but <laughs> like <laughs> fuck i <all. laughs> and
0: like who cares? No one wants a, a like a beat by beat no, remake because, of well, an 1844 novel. Who's going to relate to that? E-
1: exactly. So it just takes the general idea and barbifies it.
0: Oh and, man! And I mean, it?
1: there's there's stuff in here. <laughs> I'll give you another. Ex- so so we, have we spoke? We haven't. The the cat, yeah. Did you know? Yeah. Right. You might have noticed. Did you notice there was a play with? Is the cat called Miel or something like that? it's um uh, that's right there's one that says play along with me yet i wondered what that was about yeah i guessed i nearly bought the interactive Miette on ebay <laughs> for 20 pounds just to see how that even works because <coughs> i was that into it i didn't thankfully but i mean you know about a fool and his money and you know me but <laughs> but it was 20 pounds and i thought well what does it do I'd watch it yes. again if the cat was rolling around or something. Yes. And, and 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 even if the cat is a little bit scrappy do, if you know what I mean. I,
0: I do know <laughs> what you mean. Um, it, I, it's, it's on the verge of being dislikable, yeah. unlikable, but like it never quite gets there. It, it pulls itself back every time. And
1: it's not in the film enough. But I was just thinking, it, yeah. interactive cat. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing yeah. it responds to some sounds on the DVD <laughs> or something. I may still do it. Depending how this yeah. recording goes, but um, oh, oh mate, it's, this just this, this, this is just the apex. It's, it's commercial because there's five, bar- four Barbies, five Barbies. Oh my
0: and, god, there's so many. Barbies. And there's this wonderful, this-
1: you know, Nicole. You know, Nicole plays this character in the in the credits and stuff like that. The Barbie film Wikipedia is just fucking chock a block full of characters playing played by Barbies and who played them and. And they were previously Literally. in this film. And it's just, it's everything that these films were meant to be. It's all about selling it, toys. It
0: really is. It really is. Like, it's genius for selling toys. And it has absolutely no right to be this good.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: like, yeah. the audacity of how good this film is, is fucking crazy. And one thing I really noticed early on is that it, it feels very influenced by Shrek. At oh, this point with it, for sure,
1: it's got that kind of postmodern yeah. thing going on. Um,
0: yeah, but like not too much, and it's not tiresome. And it's um, the songs are all sort of like montage, like somebody else is very sort of Brother Bear Tarzan, like somebody singing the songs, and then like stuff happens while while a, a voiceover sings the songs. Yeah, you um, sort of rather it did, than like they fi- in universe. They singing. sort of
1: kind of fill out the montage. I mean, I'm not sure the songs really match a film set in. 16th century Paris or whatever it's meant to be but
0: i that so it opens with this amazing credit sequence and you get the first song that also plays over the credits which i paused the film went on to spotify found and downloaded and added to all of my driving playlists <laughs> <laughs> it slaps like I mean, it's such a good song, and that's how this movie opens.
1: Yeah, they've all all the songs sort of sound like they. Like, oh, I'm trying to reference something that you'd understand, but, <laughs> but they they all They're feel just a, sort of like so
0: you, pop. They're like two thousand y Like they all
1: feel like Natalie Natalie Imbruglia's Torn, right? <laughs> yeah. They all kind of sound in that kind of. There's a there's, there's a manic pixie dream girl type girl singing guitar led pop songs, and
0: it's Taylor Swift.
1: It, it, for for it, a, for a, it, a, a sort of a post country taylor swift for a today audience it's like it's
0: like, it's like lover album taylor swift abs- it's like paper rings
1: yeah absolutely and i like that kind of music so yeah. it kind of appealed. So. does it does it work in context of the film we we yes. have a debate on that but are they absolutely <laughs> solid little pop tracks i too yeah. went to see if there was a soundtrack <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but um then I you know, then I got distracted on eBay with the in the, the cat toy and I never followed through oh, with man. it. But I did literally did pause it to say, What the fuck's this about? And yeah, and and it's got that. So Shrek's absolutely right. There's there's mm. <coughs> there's the fact it's not too tight. And we talked about this before, but when it didn't work, so remember Diamond Castle?
0: Oh, that, do I that
1: kind of I'm set everywhere yeah didn't work
0: it they didn't pull it off there at all
1: whereas here, here
0: there's a there's a sufficient enough world building of like 16th century paris yeah that you can allow all of the like what's that word when it's like out of time out of place Anachron- like, anachronistic
1: anachronistic
0: anachronistic
1: Anachronis- isms anachronisms anachronism yeah. anachronistic yeah that is the right word yes
0: it's a little bit that but like it it's it's fine yeah
1: like um, one of the characters speaks as if she's from the fucking 2000s yeah and and, and but, like, but it's okay cuz she's only got like whatever. eight lines and that's yeah. all right um there's a there's a I, I feel there's a bit of winking to us as the audience all the time going on not quite fourth wall breaking but there's something
0: there's yeah, something about it. Sure. it's just
1: saying look you dealt with shrek
0: Deal. yeah this is the world we live in now Deal. and we're we're acknowledging that we're not trying to push through with stuff that you know we're 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 adhering to the world that we know the children are being brought up in and we're trying to meet them halfway with by keeping our like barbie feet on the floor but acknowledging that these other things have happened and that perhaps we need to like do that um really good use of slow-mo in this movie
1: really what explain
0: there's just there's just they use slow did you not notice they like they like use slow-mo
1: I didn't notice. It's like, it's
0: very Zack Snyder that like at the beginning where she's like somersaulting. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes. They like slow the action down. They like, they like do it in slow mo. And it's like, it's like, wow, I've never seen that in a Barbie movie before. And it's, it's really cool because it's so gymnastic and acrobatic. I mean they, they choreograph. they do
1: like that move that she's got, hasn't she don't they? They 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 play that. They oh we've got a new animation, <laughs> let's use this. Yeah, and yeah, I was I was thinking that. initially, oh, I hope they don't do this all the time. But as it turned out, <laughs> they, they 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 pull back on it a little bit. So
0: And it and it's it's good, it's interesting and it's it's you've never seen Barbie like this before. Like this was a real um they trod the line so well of this is a real like kick-ass barbie like she's coming out of this like 90s feminism um because barbie barbie characters up until this point in the movies have not been inactive but they've not been like pow pow in a way that you might have assumed has happened up until this point um so this is the first time we really get to see kick-ass barbie as it were like like power woman barbie um it's it The opening is set on a farm, and she dreams of being a musketeer, and she's practicing in the farmyard with all of her moves and her swords, and that was very, like, Quest for Camelot for me, which was a massive movie for me growing up, which, again, opens with a girl that dreams to be one of Arthur's Knights of the Round Table, and and wants to be a a knight rather than a damsel. And she's practicing in the farmyard and she's like bored with her mundane life. But in that movie, her mom is like set against her doing that. um, But like no one else kind of is. Whereas in this movie, her mom is hundred percent backing her dream and being like, "Yep, I said when you were seventeen, you could move to Paris and learn to be a musketeer." Okay, great. So already you're like, "Oh, amazing!" A supportive parent figure, like that's really fun. And of course, it's a mom, and the dad is dead, and like, and that's really cool because it's Barbie and it's women, women, women. But then what this movie does that *Quest for Camelot* doesn't quite touch on is that we're in a world where women don't become musketeers, and it's not just like a throwaway like oh, won't it be fun when she becomes a musketeer at the end of the movie because, like, no woman has done it before. It's, like, a full-on fucking subplot. Like, the patriarchy is the antagonist of this movie. Like, it's mad.
1: Yeah, not going to disagree, and as we'll find out later, she's not the only person with this dream. Um, oh, two things, sorry. so two things just to calm your, your squeeness. Okay. Again, something I think we've mentioned before when, when mothers appear, a Barbie mother appears, she looks the same fucking age. Yeah, she, she looks like she, she
0: but then like all the Disney princess mums do as well. Yeah,
1: it's just like I I wish I wish they could just show her there is a little something. There's a little puffiness, there's a little something, but there's nothing wrong with growing old. He says um and, to and, be fair, and she,
0: she could be like what barbie's 17 so feasibly this woman oh, let's say she had barbie mate. at the age of like 20 well
1: she could probably had the child at 14 it's the 16th century in france yeah, right this, this, this you know she could be in her like early 20s in her 20s early 30s it's just I, if if i was watching it with the sound off i'd assumed it was her sister that's the only thing yeah one, that's fair one thing i do like is yes the animals talk but only to each other.
0: Yes, I noted that as well. I was like, "Oh, okay, we've got some talking animals again," and that was what we had, I think, in the Princess and the Pauper, which is why mm. that worked so well. I don't,
1: I don't um, mind a talking animal.
0: Yeah, I don't even mind keep,
1: the animal kingdom to talking to each other. But mm. and and Barbie may well talk to the cat, but there's no sense that the cat the, is talking back to her yeah, or, or the horse. Completely. And you get, yeah. you, know, we, you know, people talk to their pets, and
0: yeah. they look
1: at you with their eyes thinking. <laughs> what but they do you know so so it just felt i, I was down with that and yeah <clears throat> you know i've been down on that fucking bird in thumbelina and i detested oh, the was it a cat again in the christmas carol yeah,
0: yeah, yeah I, kn- I know you like the
1: cat i hated it and obviously <laughs> our touchstone of hated animals the dogs the diamond dogs from the diamond castle <laughs> the diamond dogs. whereas God. both the horse which is called Alexander, after Alexander Dumas. And mm-hmm. Miette, the cat, I'm I'm down with them. I know there's and another then there's animal Brutus. later. Yeah,
0: which yeah. is just... Which we'll, we'll come to. We'll come
1: to. But yeah, I, th- I thought it was fine. I, li- I liked it. She was setting up, you know, she set up a a, a sort of a scarecrow attack thing and she was practising. And like you say, a mother okay. turns up, A mother goes, don't really want you to be... A musketeer. She goes, but well, mum, you promised. No, oh, here you go. Here's the money. Go. You are going tomorrow. Yeah. Come and have dinner. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. oh, psych out, mum. Like it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But there is, you know, there is a little bit of darkness here. I know, you know, her dad was a musketeer, and her mm. dad is dead. One assumes.
0: Yeah. Well, musketeering. yeah. Not told. But yeah. The, yeah. There is a
1: bit of a backstory here, and it, and you know, the fact that her dad was a musketeer is meant to give her the in when she gets to Paris, but
0: yeah. It, completely it, and again just to draw parallels to magic sword quest of camelot that opens with kaylee's dad who was a knight of the round table dying and we see his dead body but kaylee still wants to grow up to become a knight hmm. of the round table whereas in a barbie movie i don't think there's no death in a barbie no movie. and i'm not no one ever dies no
1: not even when they should all go through magic holes <laughs> in the floor they you know there's some there's some <laughs> terrible fates for people who are turned into mirrors for the yeah, rest of their lives yeah. and things like that but no one dies <laughs> no one <coughs> you're dies. right or, or there's a threat to kill everything in the fucking ocean, you know. There's there's peril, but yeah. um,
0: there's stakes. No, I'm I'm, right. I'm not
1: I'm not saying I want a Barbie movie where her her motivation mm-hmm. is to to repeat her father who died horribly in battle yeah. and she's been held back because she's a woman because that would be trite and rote and this is yeah. this is fine. It's it's just there and remember again, we're not the audience you know yes. yeah so that could be you know death death does happen in animated movies and it's incredibly yeah. upsetting
0: yeah. are you hearing me
1: yeah. pixar <laughs> um but that isn't what a barbie movie's for barbie's yeah. barbie's sort of it's not it's not as deep as that however this one's got more going on this
0: this one is pretty fucking deep. Yeah I was
1: going to say I I just dissed the whole <laughs> then 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 <laughs> we're going to talk about how deep it is over the next 17 hours probably
0: oh my god like so we get to paris and immediately this fucking dog starts like fucking shit up like genuinely fucking shit up like it eats her letter of recommendation to join the musketeers um and we're like who the fuck is this ugly ass dog um and so already he's a threat and she she immediately goes up to the guy this thing, it's it's as you say, it's pacey and she's like, I want to join the musketeers and very reasonably, he's like my musketeers need to have proven themselves in some way they need to have fought in a war or they need to have had more than just like practicing fencing in their barn at home which is valid now, he doesn't then say we can put you on a training course to become a musketeer because like, the patriarchy but like You know, it is a bit like, yeah, you can't just, like, you're 17. You can't just become, because all of the other musketeers that we see are not 17. They're like middle-aged men.
1: Uh, So you kind of get it. And that's fine. You hope there's a training school or something. Or and she wasn't dissed for being a girl, or well, not certainly not by that fella.
0: Not by him.
1: Yeah. Obviously others others do, but that wasn't the you can't because you're a young girl. It's you can't because you've got no yeah. fucking experience. And you know what? <laughs> yeah, that's true in many parts of life. That is <laughs> yeah. an important lesson to learn. I fancy yeah. being a doctor, Emily. <laughs> Tomorrow I'm going to be a doctor. Is that okay if I operate on you? <laughs> I'm going to be a surgeon what i've done is i've i've practiced with my operation game (laughs) for 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 17 years if you want your charlie horse removed i think i can do it (laughs) yeah give me a nine volt battery and some tweezers and i will sort (laughs) you out but we'll we'll do our best but yeah no again the audience that it's it's aimed at but i think that rejection is to my mind fine it does show yeah. to a lack of fucking understanding on behalf of her mother, on behalf mm. of yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <coughs> on Barbie herself. yeah okay, she
0: just wanted to support her dreams. Actually, I keep oh. calling her
1: Barbie. What's her name in this film? Um, Corinne. Corinne, that's right. I'll call her Corinne from now Corinne. on. There may be quite a few names I need to remember soon.
0: But yeah, so um, Co- Corinne is 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 unhappy and uh, goes away quite dejected. We're living in Paris, where. That there's a prince regent at the moment or like a like a duke regent like somebody is filling it because the, the prince is only like 16. Lu- so Lu-
1: louis, the Pri- louis the something Louis the prince louis the 15th or something so yeah. yes um there's 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 his cousin is ruling in his stead i think it's his cousin
0: his cousin yeah. yes philippe <laughs> <laughs> i can't even i was like i'm sorry what (laughs) it's fucking tim curry it
1: is again back for his his, (laughs) He he's back from his role (laughs) as the rat in the nutcracker is that the film he was in it was wasn't it yeah yeah
0: yeah he was in barbie if we ignore the rockers from out of space number one the nutcracker is as the rat king and he's back here in full fucking spores i was like that is not who i think this, I is. this
1: is a nice way to bookend <laughs> the barbie season right it's tim curry yes! he's back he's back again it's tim curry <laughs> as philippe
0: <coughs> and it's so good because philippe comes on screen and as an adult watching a movie you're like ah there's our antagonist uh, voiced by tim curry looks frightening Is suspicious but the movie plays it so you don't realize he's like the antagonist. Like it's a bit of a mystery for like a good half an hour. You're not meant to like realize that he's the villain. Oh, and, um, and
1: it's yes, it's for ages. It's it's, it's 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 at least an act. You know, we're still in the first act. We don't really find out to the middle of the second act. It's a good, like yeah. you say, it's a good twenty five minutes before it long it's a really body. yeah. It's re- you know normally he'd be twiddling his moustache. Upon yeah. arrival, but yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not a surprise when it happens, but it's it's not no, it's not explicitly it's, it's,
0: said, and it's uh, mature. It's mature mm. that they were like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do a thing here." Um, we meet the prince who is ugly, like he's really disappointingly ugly. This Ken, um, but that's fine because I was like, "Oh, does that mean are we gonna?" Is he going to be a love interest? I don't know because he's not hot, and um, and he's like super into like inventing, and that's his like thing. He wants to be an inventor because it's like Renaissance Paris,
1: ripping off Montgolfier and his balloon. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: but um, there is one thing. Oh no, have we got there yet? Have we got to the castle yet? We're in. So no, we're not.
0: She 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 um bumps into these three other Barbies and um she like upsets them their maids that work in the castle and she like upsets their day um but she finds herself uh with a job as a maid in the castle having to confront these women being like oh shit! okay i guess we all have to be maids together now and these women are understandably annoyed because it's like you've you've, you've made my day really difficult um and then but then, as, as is always in a Barbie movie, their kindness and purity come through, but they're not pushovers, these women. They're like, you fucked us up. You know, she, like, upset the roses and, and messed up the floor and stuff, um, which is what happens in the original novel. and uh, To a point. And um, eventually she's, she's allowed to, like, dorm with these maids. So Barbie finds herself, Corinne finds herself working as a maid in the castle with these three other maids. And that's where we're All at. Right,
1: can we just stop? There is something, the one thing that really bugged me.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, You know, little things bug me all the time, but this thing actually almost got a demerit. They're in France. It's called a chateau. (laughs) They don't have (laughs) castles in France. I appreciate, I appreciate Americans.
0: Also, everybody's talking like this in Paris. I know,
1: I know. (laughs) know, I'm, I'm all right with that. But I think there are other French words they use, but they don't use... Chate- no, you know the Louis and Philippe and da, 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 yeah. they've all got Frenchy names and they they look like Frenchy people and and and, and then they call it a fucking castle and I'm just going <laughs> call it a chateau, please. And then it, uh, I did allow it to bug me a little bit,
0: mm, okay. but I'll live because there was nothing else. Well,
1: right now, I but... think if that's what I'm criticising, I think that yeah. should tell you know I'm not criticising. Yes. I haven't mentioned the animation. I haven't mentioned. Mm. Gaudy color schemes. I haven't even mentioned miette's <gasps> teeth, right? <Yeah. laughs> I think I think our audience know full well that if I'm finding nothing that's horrendous to pick on, we're on a good one here.
0: We're on a good one. Um, so she becomes a maid, and she she earns the trust and respect of these other women quite quickly. Again, by just being pure of heart and kind, which is always a good lesson to learn as a child, and um, the turning point is uh, Louis is in the castle and they're having a conversation about how tomorrow is his seventeenth birthday and he shall resume his rightful place as heir of the throne and Philippe will step down as regent. And um, at the moment, you think Philippe's cool with this. That's Tim Curry. Um, you think Louis is like is a bit apprehensive about becoming king, but it's fine. And then the maids are like sweeping the stairs, and then the chandelier above them suddenly starts to fall and it falls in slow motion and they manage to push Louis out the way and then as the chandelier smashes onto the staircase, debris starts flying at all four maids in slow motion and every single one of them takes a turn to like shatter this debris Using their gymnastic skills, their resourcefulness, they like use their mops and brooms to like deflect things that are coming. Like, they could have all, if this was final destination, they would have all fucking died in this moment. It was, it was a
1: final destination (laughs) moment. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Very
0: final destination. But they like deflect it. And then there's just a moment where they all look at each other and they're like, wait, what the fuck? And we find that somebody cut the rope to the chandelier and philippe is super mad about it but like again it's under the guise of like hey that nearly killed the king make sure that doesn't happen again and it's very loaded and he's got this sidekick who literally has an eye patch and is like is like evil (laughs) like he's so evil this sidekick um but all of the women turn to each other and they're like what like where did you learn to do that like how did you do that and we had this camaraderie of like I have always learned how to do that Like I've just always I've, I've been training all my life to be a musketeer I really want to be a musketeer and all four of them have had the same dream and they've all always wanted to be a musketeer and it is fucking incredible and it just gets better from here because there is an old woman that works in the castle called helen who's just been in the background by this point and she's like a wizened old lady that hunches over and uses a stick and she comes up to the girls and she's like follow me And they're like, oh god, are we in trouble? Because she's kind of their boss. There's a there's an overarching boss who's like a a mean spinstery lady that's in charge of the castle. Literally cool. Don't talk to the prince.
1: Madame de eh? (laughs) Bosse. Yeah, yeah.
0: She's like, Don't, don't talk to the prince and clean this up, like blah, 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 all of this stuff. Um, and Helen's always been just sort of there. So they're all like, what the fuck was that? And Helen takes them. To this secret passage in the castle, to this old room where the musketeers used to train before they moved to new quarters. Yeah. And is like, I like karate kids, that shit and oh god i can't i like i don't i'm so overwhelmed like i don't even know where to begin it they're in this secret room and all four of them have this dream to become a musketeer and all four of them are like "Fuck the patriarchy how dare the men tell us that we're not allowed to be musketeers and helen has clearly also been training to be a musketeer all of her life but she's like 80 so she's never gonna have well my really my realized. my
1: presumption was that she used to train them or something this this yeah. this some her interestingly unless i missed it Her backstory isn't incredibly fleshed out, but the whole wizened old lady bit is a bit of a con on her half. Yeah, she
0: like straightens up. And this
1: is where I'd have liked another ten minutes of the movie. I'd I'd like to have known where this was coming from. What I will Mm. say is, do you remember when we had a chat about some of the future movies and I got overexcited? What Princess Charm School might be?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I don't mind
1: anymore because this is what I (laughs) want. this is what I want. I want I want secret rooms where weapons and training dummies and oh and people God. can learn to be superhuman athletes with weaponry and stuff like that.
0: Like, it's so exciting. They one by one, they choose they take their weapon of choice off the wall and it's her. Frickin' barbie movies so barbie gets the like rapier but then another one gets fans and another one gets ribbons and another one gets a slingshot and one by one they attempt to like attack helen and show off their skill sets and their skill sets are pretty good but not as good as helen and this and uh, and this is like amazing
1: and it's like a crossover with like some of my stuff on the asian cinema film club this is this is a martial arts a martial arts movie trope you know where there's five guys and they've all good at one weapon or something but when they come together it's murder and it's like that and i know it's a trope i know that but and and some of the weapons were like shite like rhythmic gymnastics ribbons like and fans hey
0: no fans fans are a really cool weapon i love it when fans are used in weaponry because it it goes against fans have a whole language and and it it was uh, yeah i know you know the history of this but i always so i always find it really brilliant where women get to utilize that femininity and that um patriarchy trying to hide them in plain sight Mm. and they use it as a weapon they weaponize that like but but normally
1: normally they're weaponized by having a metal sharp metal sort of edge which isn't really what these (laughs) ones do and and i think the ribbons as well you know but it was cool because at least barbie literally has a has a sword rapier as you say yeah
0: and they all learn to use swords and they start this training process and it's really good because it shows how like intense and exhausting it is and helen's like right see you this time same place same time tomorrow girls and as she leaves they all like collapse to the floor and like and and it just so it shows the toll of the work that they're putting in already so we're like oh wow they're like working together as a team and they're working really hard to earn these these skills and to do this this stuff um so it's freaking amazing if you're not even going to watch this movie just google that scene like it's just so good do you think um
1: so there's um kareen has replaced another character um uh constance who in the novel constance is d'artagnan's, is D'Artagnan's love interest
0: love. Yeah. yeah do
1: you think she was also one or that she was also like wanted to be one but she, then no one ever found out or <laughs> that they were just or oh, like Helene was waiting for this to happen this this is the this is the this i want a prequel i want a, Hel- I know, I right? want a Helene story to find out yeah what she's been waiting what for her deal and i should was. fucking yeah. criticize this right but i'm not going to because It's just charming and brilliant in the context of a Barbie movie.
0: And all of the three women, they have like, they're they're the typical Barbie things where you've got blonde Barbie, then you've got the like redhead, you've got the black one, and then you've got the sort of mixed race one. And then they all have their little like bits where one of them's like very overtly feminine and dainty. One of them's Barbie. One of them's like a bit sassier and like um, she plays the violin. And then one of them's like, uh lovey dovey and overly romantic, but like they feel fleshed out. They don't just feel like pins that have been hung on these characters. They feel for a Barbie movie, considering we're dealing with essentially four protagonists, like they're their own characters. For a Barbie movie, they're fairly three-dimensional.
1: Do you want um do you want some Barbie wiki um Yes I do? Okay. So about the girls, about the girls. So they are played by other Barbie dolls. Um, Teresa, Nikki, and Summer, who are dolls, you know, they're in the range. Um,
0: yep.
1: Summer was the co star of Barbie and the Magic of Pegasus. Teresa nice. was the co star in Barbie and the Diamond Castle. She was <sighs> that one. And yeah. Nikki was um, her buddy in Barbie and a Christmas Carol. So,
0: nice. So they're
1: sort of a... It's, i think that's the thing about this movie this movie just feels like it's pulling in everything we had before has realized that shelly kelly's just need to fuck right off
0: dead yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> and deal with that with with the range um there's loads of other stuff i could go on about there's loads of um allusions to the that's what it says i've literally picked that off the I'm, I'm doing the worst kind of podcast, is when people just read the Wikipedia page, right? But I was just going to say there are loads of little subtle allusions to the original story, even mm-hmm. though this is totally different. Um, yeah. Ah. Also, did you know that Tim Curry was the was Cardinal Richelieu in the Disney Three Musketeers? Know of
0: course, I knew that. The <laughs> so,
1: '90s one. So they must have said Tim fancy another three Tim, go at the three musketeers
0: you gotta, you gotta do no, another go at barbie another go at the three musketeers yeah he was like sign me up
1: but oh my god yeah but yeah there's a load there's, there's loads of little illusions and anyway we're gonna get to the let's keep on going keep on going
0: so the next thing we have is the uh is the interaction with the prince prince louis um he gets uh in another attempt to murder him philippe lets his hot air balloon that he's practicing dallying around with go and corinne spots this and she manages to leap onto the balloon rescue him they land the balloon and they have a whole conversation where my notes are literally oh the prince seems really sweet and then she goes well it's always been my dream to be a musketeer and he goes girls can't be musketeers and I was like, oh, never mind. And but, but Somebody like... somebody
1: had to say it though, didn't they? <laughs> to to provide the yeah. impetus for them to compete. It's just a shame it was him.
0: But no, it's brilliant that it's him. I
1: suppose. Because
0: we because it's this whole idea of like uh, like at the end of Aladdin when the Sultan's like, oh wait, I can change the rules. A doy doi, Jasmine, you can marry whoever you want. I don't give a shit. Like it's that. So you needed the person in power to learn a lesson and grow because men don't understand how women have to deal with society that we that we deal with a different world to you in, a, in lots of ways and especially in 16th century paris to him it's like of course it's laughable like women have never been musketeers women never will be musketeers why the hell do you want to be a musketeer that's that's laughable and she's like a clearly proven herself to be worthy of, of something at least because she saved his fucking life and then she gets really angry and is like fuck you I can do what I want. Go shoot yourself. And there's a really lovely moment where her dad used to say something about like, um, you can be anything you want, just believe in yourself or something. And they both say it at the same time. And there's no conversation around it. But the implication is that Prince Louis may have known her dad when he was a musketeer growing up which again is very quest for camelot the love interest in that garrett knew sir lionel kaylee's dad when he was a knight of the round table and he believed in him and he pushed him and they they share that bond where they both knew her father and there's an implication of it here but again they don't quite they don't quite flesh it out and again it would have been nice but it's fine because i will take that implication
1: yeah um, again just another example where a couple of lines are fleshing out but i don't want to shit on the movie
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, no and like and like that's a that's a positive note Mm. that we just like wanted a little bit more confirmation around there but it's actually also very sweet that it could be taken either way where they both just have this dreamy thought of like oh you can be anything you want and then of course she's like well i want to be a musketeer and he's like go fuck yourself you stupid girl and she's like go fuck yourself you stupid prince um but she leaves him with one of those looks where he's like huh maybe i should think before i speak going forward that was that that not not And remember work he's
1: he's he's 16 at this point. <clears throat> yeah,
0: he's not So idiot.
1: he's got some learning to do and he doesn't he's not a hero in this film no. either. He's, he's No,
0: he's he's an inventor he's nerdy he's weird he doesn't want responsibility he just wants to dick about and he's very similar to the prince in ever after wants to shirt responsibility and like this thing it just it felt so reminiscent of all of these 90s movies um set in these sort of time periods that i absolutely adored growing up and they, it seemed to have influenced this as well in a big way in a really good way um so that's great so we've met the prince but we don't necessarily know. It's not like Island Princess where they're immediately like, I'm in love with this person. It's like, oh no, we've had like a conversation and like grown and learned things and stuff. So hooray, tick. Um, My notes don't resume until the ball. So I'm going to have to look at the week because I was just enjoying the movie. Um, I think uh, they, Philippe again tries to murder Louis. We find out for sure that he's the, real antagonist and he wants to kill louis so he can become king of all paris very understandable motivation um they manage to convolute it so all the maids get kicked out of being maids at the castle um but they're continuing their musketeer training and we know that louis is having a big ball for his 17th birthday um where he essentially will then become crowned to be king or whatever so, but they, they've also learned in this time that Philippe is trying to kill him and that they need to stop that. So that brings us, if you don't mind me skipping through that, because it's, it's all just very well done. It's very pacey. It's very good. It's, it's um, not a huge
1: amount. I mean, the, 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 main, the main stuff is at the ball, right? It's like
0: 10 minutes yeah. of the movie and then we're at the ball. <sighs> oh boy. I mean, number one, you want to get me to like your movie? put a fucking ball in it number two make it a masquerade ball number three get someone to dance with the villain in like a sexy way like mm, yeah thank you very much i will take that om nom nom, nom are you all right My for one is... one point of
1: order the yes. point of a masquerade ball is to hide your identity <laughs> not to be announced as you walk in <laughs>
0: <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> I know but like the masquerade has always been more of a sort of aesthetic Indeed. Than, uh, than uh,
1: abso- like uh, absolutely
0: but it doesn't but na- we it have a lovely
1: doesn't does enable you to have four fucking puns of various <laughs> quality <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so like the first person that's announced is uh, Countess de Winter Madame de Winter mm. who is usually the sort of side antagonist and I I was looking forward to seeing who she would be and they easily could have made the Madame de Bossy um Contest de Winter, Madame de Winter, uh, but they didn't, they just had her as like a random person at the ball and that's fine because I love that character and I think it would have done her a disservice to have made her this other Mm. character, so I I like that she was just a sort of cameo, which again, they didn't need to do because no one's coming to this to be like, oh I hope there's more references to Alexander Dumas' The Three Musketeers, like but they gave them to us anyway, so I was like, "Mm, yum yum, I'll take that. Barbie then, they realise that they need to give fake names. (laughs) So Barbie announces herself as the Lady Barbecue, which is barbecue, barbecue, yeah. And they all do that. They all give like honey Yeah,
1: so Teresa, right, is Duchess. I've had (laughs) a party. Nikki is Abby' birthday, and the worst of all. <laughs> Is the Countess head of lettuce? Yeah.
0: Where did that come from? <laughs> like, I just, I just want to be in that writers' room where they're like, huh, 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 let's, uh, let's do that. <laughs> everyone was but like, yeah, great. If
1: I was six, and the head of lettuce would have been the fucking funniest thing in the world, oh my God. but it has no place being here or anything. But you know, they're just making it's them so up, enjoyable. but it's funny. It's funny. I liked it.
0: So enjoyable. So then, so they've they've managed to get themselves these gorgeous masks and these, um, which don't really hide their face because they're kind of lacy, but whatever, I don't care, they're beautiful. Their gowns, every single one of them has like a beautiful ball gown um, that's very intricate and, and I would have loved to have had on a doll when I was a kid. So really great stuff from the marketing team there, coinciding with the doll team, like good, 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 good stuff, really fun. They all get to dance, obviously Corinne dances with the prince because he's just naturally drawn to her charisma and chemistry. He doesn't even realise it's her, but he picks her out of the crowd, very Cinderella-esque, and like, I'm here for it. They all take turns like dancing with the villain to try and keep him distracted and and figure out how to foil his plan. Which again, mm, yum, yum 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 yum, give it to me. Um, and keeping an eye out on like what the hell's gonna happen. Like what are we gonna have to do here? Like. We know that there's going to be a dance with swords. Most people get a fake sword, but we know that the villains have smuggled in real swords through the underground passages. So there's a threat here. Who has a real sword? Who has a fake sword? Uh oh, what's going to happen? Um, oh man, I've literally put in, I've i written as my note, holy fucking Shirah shit. <laughs> when the shit hits the fan or wayo. Um, <laughs> when when the action starts to happen and we realise that there's a threat and we realise that the real swords are here and the girls have to spring into action.
1: Also, <sighs> quick comment, the actual musketeers yep. are fucking shit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so bad of it. They're uh, like stormtroopers.
1: After all that, oh, you've got to be really good, da, 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 da. They're taken out pretty fucking quickly. Now, I appreciate it's a so plot quickly. and blah, 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 but... The, the,
0: and, yeah, and 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 also to
1: be fair, the fella, oh, what's the guy called? The um,
0: oh, the like lead musketeer, the like head. Yeah, of the he's got uh... uh, Monsieur Treville.
1: Yeah, Monsieur Treville is um, I think he fully acknowledges this. <laughs> he's not. Yeah, he doesn't. Exactly. Um, <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, he he does let the girls just get on and do their thing, because this
0: thing nobody tries to stop them. No. And what their thing is is. <sighs> It's fucking incredible. They could have just whipped, they could have just come in with cloaks hiding weapons, as is the way in most of these things, and then whipped their cloaks off. But no, we have Sailor Moon moments for every single girl, as she like is essentially lifted up in a cloud of glitter, strips away her ball gown to have a color coordinated musketeer vibed outfit, with like thigh-high boots and like little ruffles and a hat and it's so fucking cool and they all spin around and they bring out their weapon of choice again with the ribbons and the slingshots and the fans and the rapier and they all have this moment and it's mate it's so fucking good like it's so good do you
1: know what i had written down as my one note what sailor moon (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we are it's so era, in sync it's tonight. Kind
0: of it like it really is though. Like there's no other way to describe it. It's that moment where they like that like moment of every episode where they, they go up and they turn around and they're the Wonder Woman into their costumes. Like and it's amazing because again they didn't need to go that hard, but they did. So in a cloud of glitter, these girls jump onto the floor and they start kicking ass they are fighting, they are fighting together, they are fighting separately, they, like, no one gives a shit, like, they are just crushing it, Helen is there, like, she throws in a few moves, like, uses a broom to take down, like, three musketeers of her own, and then, like, continues sweeping, it's like, oh, hey, Helen, it's so fucking good, Um, Philippe manages to grab Louis and take him into the underground passages, and the girls are like, where's the prince? I don't know, I thought you had eyes on him, Uh, I was a bit busy, but they spot again like all of this mystery around the castle they spot his like mask due to the entrance of the the passageway so they go through it um literally my notes are are you fucking kidding me unbelievable like it's amazing they hunt him down they chase them down they fucking stand up against philippe they expose everyone for what they're gonna be they rescue the prince they do it in front of everyone and it's feminism was born that day like like i'm so empowered <laughs> i can do anything
1: you can like,
0: it's <laughs> it's so good it's so fucking good and it all comes to a head they've rescued it and they've exposed the villain um, the cat gets to do some shit. The cat gets to finally have a standoff with this fucking dog. But again, it doesn't outstay its welcome. It doesn't last too long. It lasts like two quips. It, 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 it and does. Then, and then it's yeah, over. I
1: mean, this is what I'm talking about, the scrappy do moment. Like, let me add him. Let me add him. I'm Scrappy. Yeah. And I just think, oh, no, no. But And don't distract me from what's that... interesting. But it's fine because it's a it's a subplot. A tiny little subplot. It's not subplot. even a subplot.
0: It's, it's, a... it's like a side moment. like Because the cat always wanted to be a must-cat here which again Ugh. i heard twice yeah it did it. it did but the pun twice it, it did
1: the pun did the pun at the beginning and at that moment and indeed I th-
0: again it wasn't like those dancing dogs they didn't keep coming back no. to them because there was enough going on that they almost did it just to tick that barbie box it's like someone came into the boardroom and was like uh oh, we haven't heard a fucking animal make some stupid quip and actually and isn't, like, go, isn't the second
1: one. quip by the horse alexander makes it which is is kind of you know i I get this sort of fatherly vibe from alexander the horse towards me and so i think it is quite nice for him to make the quip you know it's
0: yeah it's it's sweet and it's um supportive and it's fun and it's fun to watch this dog get beaten up because the dog is so horrible (laughs) um and again it doesn't last too long um we save the prince and it's amazing and then um, stop me if I've forgotten everything, but then but then we 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 come back and they're like these women were kicked out of the castle. They're not meant to be here. They're here illegally. How dare they? And they're like, oh my god, is this true? They obviously take their masks off and they're like, oh, it's you. Oh my god, how could you? And then they do that amazing thing where he's like, you don't belong in this. I, I oh I can't believe you've done this. I know exactly where you belong. Like fake out because then it's like you belong as a musketeer, musketeer. Yay. <laughs> and they have their new shiny musketeer outfits which have the like um oh what that like piece of fabric down the front like the Tunic. uniform and the yeah. floppy hat it's so great really good stuff and like They're standing up on their podium and they're being given this honour of becoming a member of the Royal Musketeers, all four of them. And they look over to Helen in the crowd and she's so proud of them and they're so grateful for her. And it's like at the end of Prey when she comes back and she looks at that girl like, I'm a fucking Mm. sucker for moments like that. Like have a woman that succeeded in a place where women never have before. Look at a girl younger or older than them in satisfaction and support and i will cry i wept i burst into tears i burst into tears when they looked over at helen and i was just like this movie is phenomenal and helen like, and helen gets phenomenal. a
1: promotion she replaces madame de Bossel. Oh, yes.
0: so she's now in charge of the castle she gets to boss around it's so good and then corinne goes up to the prince and the prince or oh, the prince comes up to her and he's like hey um i was wrong women can be musketeers you're welcome so we're in a progressive kingdom where we're learning and growing and the youth are bringing in better things and he's like do you want to go on a date sometime and then and then monsieur travel turns up and he's like musketeers we've heard of a ruckus in the street and we need you all of you on board to go and help solve the mystery and blah 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 blah, blah. and she's like Hold that thought. We're gonna to have to save that date for another day. Come, musketeers. Ah, they don't kiss, they don't nothing, and the four musketeers ride off into the sunset to do Are musketeering. It's so good. Also, it's so good.
1: do you remember one of the girls has got a crush on King Louis? Oh yes. Prince Louis or oh, Louis the Thirteenth as you know, Prince Prince Louis. Yeah, that's what we'll call him. Um but they don't make a big deal about that. There's no there's yeah. no, uh, there's the... no
0: scrappy bitchiness because she was just a dreamy romantic. That was her like thing. She was like, "Oh, he's a prince and he's handsome," and therefore I'm on board with it. But like, Corinne and him clearly have a vibe, and everyone's supportive of that. And like, she's like, "Next Friday, maybe like, gotta go, mate." Mm. But they has gotta go, musketeer, and
1: and that to me is what heightens it because so often in a fairy tale or in, in a sort of a Disneyfication mm-hmm. of a of a fairy tale, to be honest, and and. There have been a couple of Barbie movies which fall into this trap: is that the end goal is that Barbie marries the prince and lives happily yeah. ever after. Now they've they've messed around with it. Prince and the Pauper sort of messed around with it a bit, didn't it? By mm-hmm. by having lots of twins hooking up with the twin yes. who didn't think they would. And but there's there's none of this. Is it might happen, but first yeah. and foremost, she's a musketeer.
0: She's a musketeer. And she might
1: die tonight. Yeah, in the streets. But
0: she and what she loved. Exactly. And Paris.
1: I, I kind of, I kind of like that. So it, so it has, it, it, it sort of works on so many levels. Um, and
0: and then the credits roll, and that fucking slap of a song comes straight back in, <laughs> and it's like, woo, feminism, yeah, friends, get up. The
1: it's called "All for One," performed by Kaylee Hawkes Presley. <laughs> so good.
0: It's so good oh my god like it flew by it was enjoyable like i don't i don't know what else to say like it was a masterpiece
1: i'm not going to go that far but it is definitely (laughs) definitely yeah like i like i said earlier it's the very very first time i wish there was it was longer it's the very first time i didn't sit there writing a list of everything that's wrong with it yeah Really entertaining. It's really quite progressive. Uh, the, the things, you know, there have been things that have bugged me about other mm. movies that this movie maybe does a little bit of, but it didn't bug me at all because it's just done yep. so well. And also, yep. coming off, I, I mean, Christmas Carol was okay. Oh, well, Christmas Carol was quite good, actually. I think you liked it a little bit more than me, but we've had two fucking yep. dogs of a movie in the. In, oh god. In the last um few episodes. And
0: we really have. I don't
1: know. I mean, I may have we may have had to have a talk about cancelling the podcast if this was as dreadful <laughs> as some of them. Yeah. Because I don't think I could do it for another 20 movies.
0: You no, know, that's fair. just
1: slagging it off. But not only is it really good, I think it's really good and something's gonna happen <laughs> that I didn't think was gonna happen
0: oh i know i nearly i was like am i gonna have to rewatch the princess and the pauper mm. because i don't immediately i was like cool that's coming at number two and then i was like wait oh my god
1: um yeah it? Get it. Uh, well
0: oh god
1: i think oh my i god. think it's the best one we've seen <laughs> <laughs>
0: like the princess and the pauper it's a musical so it's a very different beast to compare it to it's a musical in a way that this one isn't it's got some really great moments in it it's got another great villain um great animals like like really strong stuff from the princess and the pauper but they're musketeers and they ride off into the sunset together. And oh my, oh my God, is this going to be in first place? Oh my God. I didn't think this was going to happen.
1: For me, right. So far, poor princess and the pauper and, um, Mamadia,
0: Mm. I
1: think are quite clearly a step above all the others. Yes. I I think, you know, and I think there's, then there's this sort of middle section, Mariposa, Swan Lake, Ferratopia, all the way down to Christmas Carol. All right. Mm -hmm. So the sort of the, the three to eight section i i I want to put this at number one this is the most fun i have had watching a barbie movie as since we started this experiment now does that mean i might not go back and say actually i think we're a bit hard on no i don't think we've been a bit hard on anything actually i think um i think i think think actually the the more debate will be around sort of nine ten eleven twelve those kind of you know they they'll swap yeah. around right princess of the port was really good um, and we were uh, maybe 12 dancing princesses always looks a bit low to me when it, i know it's yeah. the favorite of a lot of people
0: but yeah completely but
1: this is everything all those other films worked up to right yeah and it's it's you know the animation the animation is superior to any other Barbie movie. We haven't it even is. talked about that. Yeah, I joked about them having a new trick with her little, um, sort of cat, um, sort of uh, little twisty thing little she does. acrobatic Yeah, stuff, I can't think yeah. what it's called. Cartwheel sort of thing without your hands. Yeah, like flip. Um, yeah. I think it handles multiple characters much better than most of the other films. It doesn't. Um, Nothing ups, other, you know, the worst thing I can say, is they're called a fucking chateau, not a castle.
0: <laughs> I think that
1: should tell you everything. And I don't really like musicals, right? So if I'm going to have to choose between a musical based on a classic novel and this, this kind of sort of postmodern version, it's not really postmodern, it's sort of shrek version of a classic novel. Mm. And we accept that this is the last classic novel that's ever going to be.
0: Done.
1: yeah i'd be happy number one or number two which sounds I think, terrible but i think I think, I think it's my favorite i i
0: think i think i have to agree with you i think the outfit like mm. even her outfit at the beginning in the farm was like give me a barbie with that outfit on it's this like maroon like riding trousers with like a floppy shirt and like a waistcoat type thing mm. oh it's so good the she-ra moment as they rip out of the ball gowns into their homemade musketeer outfits and the actual musketeer outfits at the end like the amount of barbies like i loved that there were two in the princess and the pauper and it's the same with mermaidia there was like two the the strong ones seem to have been where there's been like more than one barbie as a protagonist and this has four five if you count helen
1: okay and let me give you some more no shelly kelly yeah that's a plus point to me no creepy little yeah. big-eyed things right <laughs> yeah. um um and also the other girls had equal um uh they were equally as important so remember yeah. some of those ferritopia ones she's got this best mate that gets told to go oh, back home after the first <laughs> 10 minutes <laughs> right there's none yeah. of that there's none of the all all four of the musketeers because which is always the problem with all the three musketeers interpretations that there are four of them um are have equal um validity validity not the word i'm i'm looking for but you know they they all have a part to play yeah yeah completely um and therefore i'm i want it at number one
0: yeah i i think i agree with you i want it at number one it just—it's a wave of feminism that I can get on board and, with, and, and
1: and you didn't think I was going to say that, did you? You,
0: you? I don't know because I was enjoying myself so much that I was like, how can how can he not? Like, <laughs> how can he not? I
1: always I always worry because there's been—I think we've only fundamentally disagreed once or twice, right? Like yeah. like really fundamentally, and as we spoke last week, I don't—I think there's a fag paper between some of these movies
0: oh yeah
1: and the more i talk about the more we've spoken today and as excited as you've got (laughs) i don't even think it's just up for debate i think this is this is easily hands down you know number 16 how many how many movies is the 16th one the best
0: I know, right? In a
1: series, right?
0: It's madness. I mean, how
1: many movies have got sixteen? But you know, maybe Halloween or something. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Nightmare on Elm Street, somewhere. Yeah, I
1: see. There are quite a few Lone Wolf and Cub movies. But anyway, you yeah, know, usually when you get this far, it's it, you know we're weird.
0: They start taking but in, but, it, off. but instead,
1: instead of them being being lazy, this one feels just like the accumulation of everything we've been so far. Yeah. Yeah. Even even you know like the the one girl that talks in a kind of a modern patois you know that comes from barbie diaries you know i can even i can think of drawing things from all of them so yeah shock horror
0: how exciting (laughs) i don't
1: think we're ever going to say this again but i think there's i think we're going to enter into a second phase um where just you know they're not going to look like these films anymore
0: yeah we're dealing with a different beast Mm,
1: um and we will have to reset our judgment.
0: Oh my God, how exciting. So yeah, this is the end of Barbie phase one. Uh, We now move into, when you type in Barbie movies into Wikipedia, it's like a separate Excel document starts up um, with, as you say, a different tone, a different vibe. I think we're going a lot more modern now and I need to adjust myself for that because I've loved these genre pieces and I've loved these literary pieces. Yeah. Um, I mean, the
1: next one is Barbie in a Mermaid Tale, which got a sequel of its own. Um,
0: yeah, but it's it's, so, it's contemporary.
1: You know. It's Malibu Barbie, the classic, yeah. the classic Barbie. But I'm just looking at the cover of it, and it's coming from a completely different place. I'm 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 alright. I mean. Next episode could be a downer, everybody, when we find out exactly what we've got ourselves into. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> too. Oh man, how exciting! This is great. So I guess yeah, we'll, we'll tune in for for whatever comes next.